Dr. Ron here, host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, bringing you the 15th episode of this year, 2020. Welcome and thank you for tuning in. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you with an attitude of gratitude. Life may not be the party we hope for, but while we're here, we might as well dance. So be thankful uh, for lots of reasons, and we're going to get through this uh, terrible pandemic, or as the the television people say, pandemic, but I think uh, history will show that this was a pandemic, and uh, I have a lot to talk to you about today, but you should know if you haven't read it, and I'll see here, federal agents arrested Charles Lieber. He was uh, he was chairman of the department of Harvard University's uh, chemistry, chemical biology, uh, uh, and he was charged with lying to the Department of Defense about secret monthly payments of 50 grand paid by China and receipt of millions more to help set up a chemical, biological, and research laboratory in China. He was arrested with two Chinese students working as research assistants, one of whom was actually a lieutenant in the Chinese Army. The other was captured at Logan Airport as he tried to catch a flight to China, and he was smuggling 21 vials of sensitive biological samples, according to the FBI. And guess what? This research lab, the good professor was helping to set up, it is located at Wuhan University of Technology. Of course, you know Wuhan is ground zero for this potentially uh, global epidemic. So, 
just uh, you know, you don't see this stuff on the news. I don't know what, why why they don't uh, tell us what's going on. Is there a reason? Are we being lied to, fooled, and abused? Well, I think history will will prove that there has been a lot of manipulation of the media, a lot of manipulation, a lot of things said to keep us fearful. And you know what? While we're talking about fear and panic, you know, we have a device in our system called fight or flight. You know, in the old days uh, when you're chased by a lion, a tiger or whatever, any big mammoth, your your body went into the fight or flight mode. Your adrenal glands start producing epinephrine. You start feeling strong and uh, you had to fight that, that tiger or whatever, or you had to get out of there. But you pay a price for that because your cortisol levels go higher and your immune system goes low. And what have we said from day one? This is a disease that requires a strong immune system if you're not going to get sick. And your immune system is the vaccine that you need, not an artificial vaccine. Okay, so V should be for vitamins and I for immunity. And no one's talking about the natural immune function. So part of your immunity is this, uh, this fight or fight, fight or flight complex. And if you're always in a state of fear, if you're always in a state of panic, and you're not getting restorative sleep at night, you are setting yourself up to get an infection. A really important, not to, again, I don't know what he's talking about, fight or flight, but it definitely lowers your immunity. So now the New York Times, let's start with them. Incredible. They came out with an article, get a flu shot, because it could be protecting you from the deadly coronavirus. And you know what? They know it won't do a damn thing for that. How could it? They say it'll stop the flu, and flu symptoms can be so similar to coronavirus, you'll scare yourself half to death if you get it. And you'll probably haul yourself to the doctor's office or hospital where you could get the actual coronavirus from an infected patient. And number two, they say, hey, it can't hurt. Well, they're wrong. This common piece of mainstream advice is pretty close to being made up because the experts know they've got nothing new to say. They take the useful stuff like wash your hands. Very important. I add wash your face, too. Stop touching your face. And then they'll also say, get some exercise and eat your greens. Sounds good, right? Keep the cameras rolling because now they'll toss in a flu shot for good measure. First, the flu shot isn't exactly very good at helping anyone avoid the flu. Maybe about, at best estimates, 36% effective. And it's a crummy way to avoid the flu. And it won't even come close to preventing it it completely. And how about the can't hurt part? Last year, there was a study that looked at the phenomenon called virus interference, specifically when a vaccine for one virus interferes with your immune system's ability to fight off other viruses. 
At the time, the mainstream was able to tout the study as good news. Overall, the influenza vaccine didn't lead to increased interference, except they found a couple of exceptions. This vaccine flu virus was significantly associated with interfering with the coronavirus and the human metanumovirus. Can that be any good? Because last year you didn't hear anything about coronavirus. So it's in the label. It's a cause for concern. I'm going to give you another reason to avoid the flu shot. A study that came out of the recent military of disabled veterans. So I'll just read this. A recent military study shows military personnel evaluated who received the flu flu vaccine were 36% were at a 36% increased risk for coronavirus with only a small benefit against catching influenza. Quote, examining non-influenza viruses, specifically the odds of both the coronavirus and the human metanumovirus, the coronavirus and the the pneumonia virus, in vaccinated individuals were significantly higher when compared to unvaccinated individuals. This was an article titled Influenza Vaccination and Respiratory Virus Interference Among Department of Defense Personnel During the 2017-2018 Influenza Season. And this, they, they came up with this vaccine flu interference. So there goes your flu vaccine. And we'll be reporting more on this as the year goes by, but they have totally miscalculated the aluminum burden from these vaccines. You know, aluminum is not good for you. And uh, not only that, with the 5G coming, there are scientists all over the world thinking that any metal in your body can be an antenna for this 5G. So we'll get more into that at another, another time. So the Veterans for Disabilities are wondering if a veteran contracts coronavirus after he gets the flu vaccine, would he be eligible for 1151 claims? That's a malpractice claims in the service. Well, whatever, probably. It would be really hard. But the VA is telling veterans still to get an influenza vaccine. What could be the motive? What What do they have to gain from that? I don't know, you know, guys in Vietnam were exposed to a lot of toxic material. All that toxicity along with a flu vaccine almost set up to get sick. Okay, so that's my take on the flu vaccine. And we'll talk more about uh, Corona lies, media fears, Bill Gates, intellectual ventures. But first, how about a quick trip reminding Reading Steve Warwick the other day, and it's, it's pretty good. And back in 2005, we had the bird flu from Asia, race across the globe, millions. It was all over the news. This bird virus somehow jumped species. 
It began infecting humans, blah, 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 blah. And there's a looming pandemic killing millions upon millions. Did you know the drug companies, Big Pharma, used this scare to convince governments throughout America, Europe, and Canada to stockpile billions, not millions, billions of dollars worth of worthless antiviral drugs, mainly at that time was Tamiflu. We paid for it. Taxpayer money was used to pay for every single bottle. The United States paid $1.3 billion in our money for this strategic reserve. Throughout the whole world, $9 billion, with a B, of taxpayer money was spent on this drug. And then what? As suddenly as it appeared, the bird flu disappeared. Fauci was wrong again. So what happened? Our governments got stuck with holding the bag, right? We ended up paying for this stuff. Warehouses full of worthless antiviral drugs. And then they started studying it, and they found out at best it would only cut one half day off the course of a typical viral infection. And for that to be effective, the drug had to be taken before the infection started. So you'd have to be a clairvoyant. Big pharmaceutical companies, Dr. Fauci, connected. Now, these, these pharmaceutical companies made sure they don't lose a penny, right? They got paid for it. But they used this scare fear tactic back then, like they're doing it now. It's almost like a, a protection program that organized crime would use, right? Put the fear of a bejesus in you, and then you pay them a fee. There was a book written called Deadly Medicines and Organized Crime, How Big Pharma Has Corrupted Healthcare. And I'm going to, well, there's one line I'm going to quote from this book uh, written by Dr. Peter Goetz. Quote, organized crime is the business model of big pharma, unquote. I could go on and on. This is, how about the swine flu? Remember that? 2009? Caused by a bird virus that mysteriously combined with a pig virus and then got into humans. Tens of thousands of people were supposed to die. Millions. Everyone was urged, go out and get your flu shot as quickly as possible. Flu shots sold out in days. You probably don't remember it, but so did face masks. But there was a reporter, and she's still around, God bless her, Cheryl Atkinson. She reported, it turned out that the health authorities hadn't even been checking sick people for the swine flu in the United States. The CDC, the FDA, and other health authorities were simply attributing every single upper respiratory illness in the United States that year to the swine flu so they could claim that it killed 22,000 Americans. When in reality, they couldn't point to even a single 
death from the actual swine flu virus. Not one. Cheryl Atkinson's reporting. Well, there were deaths that year, but they were from the normal flu. Okay, and the normal flu kills about 36,000 Americans every year. But with that bird flu, a lot of Americans were stampeded to get their flu shots. And who reaped the benefits? Who makes the vaccines? Big Pharma. A $1 investment into a vaccine results in a $14 profit. No more four-year, five-year double-blind controlled studies. No, we make a vaccine, we try it, and we get out to the market in six months. No more spending billions of dollars in trials. Vaccines are the way to go. They require no research. They require research, but they don't require a lot of, a lot of studies to prove they're effective. And guess what? With the Kennedy vaccine exemption, they can't even be sued. If you get Guillain-Barre or any of the other diseases from vaccines, you can't even sue for it. And we won't go into the Ebola and the Zika. But, you know, we keep getting these scares. The dreaded Zika virus came to us from Brazil, right? We were going to get mutated babies and whatever. What happened, actually, huh? It just all went away, right? So now we have this coronavirus from China. How much of it is true? Um, it is a true virus, okay? You do get sick from it. You do have to protect yourself. But there's a lot of propaganda, and a lot of this is going to result in the big pharmaceutical companies making what? A vaccine. And Bill Gates and his entourage, including uh, Dr. Fauci, are set up to make Millions and billions. We'll talk more about this vaccine later because this coronavirus is really unique because it gets into your RNA. It gets into your cells because the, vac- the virus itself is, can't do anything until it gets into you. And once it gets into your body and gets into the cells, it starts replicating itself. And that's where it gets its life. And it gets in there through this S protein. That's a whole new story. That's pretty much not found in nature and probably had to be put in there. But certain drugs, like I told you, high blood pressure medications and ibuprofen make it easier for this uh, virus to get in our systems. Well, let's see. Uh, let me just take a call here. Uh, Dr. John, how are you doing? I'm doing good. All right, everything cool and calm? Cool, calm, selective, uh, listening, getting some great information. All right, thank you, Dr. John. Uh, Let's see who we have over here. Caller, how are you doing? 5686. I'm doing well, thank you. Um, Just staying in like everyone else. Okay, it gets boring, doesn't it? Absolutely, can't wait till it's done. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, join join all of us. All right, I'm going to try and give you some more information because uh, we are being abused, fooled, and used with this whole thing. But 
in the meantime, we do have to take it serious, okay? We do have to wash our hands. And we got to remember the V for vitamins. And we have to remember, and I'll get to these, vitamin D, vitamin C, and the probiotics. Really, really going to be important. Let me just, uh, you know, there, there is a lot of politics involved in this darn thing, okay? And uh, Dr. Shiva had a heck of a post the other day. He called it the deep state and fake science. And he slammed big pharmaceutical companies, the CDC, the WHO, China. He asked the president to fire Dr. Fauci. Here's what he wrote. Quote, the current trajectory of Dr. Anthony Fauci's public health policy will result in short and long-term destruction of our citizens' immune health, as well as our nation's economic health, perhaps a conscious and intended goal. Dr. Fauci's policy at best is based on a 1950s outdated one-size-fits-all non-personalized approach to medicine and public health, and at worst is derived from a fake science. Understanding of the immune system, one which Dr. Fauci over five decades has perpetuated and exploited to build his career. Never mentioning the immune system. You have not had that mentioned in any of the any conferences that you listen, uh, listen to. Now, who is Dr. Shiva? Well, he has four degrees from MIT, one of them being a PhD. He is the inventor of the email system, SHIVA. If you haven't heard of him, you should Google him. He's a very intelligent, well-spoken individual. He comes from the bottom up. He wasn't born into money. Dr. Shiva went on to say that Dr. Fauci has significant and deep conflicts of interest with Big Pharma that has a singular aim, forced medical mandates, that is, vaccines on all Americans. Big Pharma is failing and is in economic peril. Forced and mandated vaccines are the only path for Big Pharma's future. During Dr. Fauci's tenure, Americans have been led down the path of corporate solutions delivering policies that have led America to the lowest longevity rates and highest infant mortality rates in the Western world. And gosh, you know, didn't we about six months ago, didn't I do a program on how our longevity rates are decreasing? Dr. Shiva concluded, in the current situation, purposely driven by fear-mongering and fake science, Dr. Fauci, his allies, who he includes Big Pharma, the Gates Foundation, the Clinton Global Initiative, Zuckerberg, WHO, CDC, and the Communist Communist Chinese Party will benefit enormously, both politically and economically, at the expense of the American working people. Well, he has a lot to say there, and I do agree with some of it. Dr. Fauci has been to this rodeo many, many times, and as these, as I gave you a little bit of history, never been right. Okay, never been right. He has one answer to all these viruses, and that's vaccines. Jeez. How about Bill Gates? His father was director of Planned Parenthood. Did you know that? director of Planned Parenthood Federation of America. And guess what his mother did? She worked for the Planned Parenthood Federation of America funding affiliate, the United Way. And what do they, are they interested in? Population control. 
Melinda Gates launched a family planning summit on World Population Day in 2012 with the aim of getting tax dollars from government to expand reproductive health services aimed at lowering the global birth rate. Gates funded the implantable biotechnology back in 2011. You know, when they want to see if you have antibodies. If you have antibodies, you get vaccinated with an implantable chip that shows that you can get your driver's license. You can go into stores that you can move around. You don't have that chip. You can't go anyplace. It's Orwellian. The company's Transderm, Inc. And they're linked up with a website, pharmaceutical giant Allergan, funded by Bill Gates. He has funded all, anything with vaccine or vaccine technology. And the history that I found out about Bill Gates is his, his parents gave him the money to buy DOS and then he sold it. Ladies and gentlemen, please keep your eyes and ears open. Please think about anything. Don't take anything for granted. Please don't because we have... I mean, you know, this might be the last chance we have for our kids. You know, we'll, we'll probably make it. And a lot, of, a lot of us are 80 years old or so, or 65 or older. But what are we going to leave behind if uh, we have government-mandated vaccines and government-mandated chips put in your body so that you can get around the United States and get a driver's license, et cetera? Not, not really a. a happy time uh, because we are we are just deluged with it like a, like a mind control situation all the news networks everybody's on the same page doctors get a report and they don't think about what's in the report they just parrot what's in the report without thinking about it i talked to a friend of mine today of an engineer because i was thinking about these ventilators in fact, you know what? I should let me talk to you about this first. Uh, a, a really good investigative reporter, uh, John Rappaport, he had a conversation with a state senator of Minnesota, Scott Jensen. Okay, he talked to him because he had heard on Fox News, "quote Right now, Medicare has determined if you have COVID nineteen admission to the hospital, you get paid." $13,000. So the hospital gets paid $13,000 if you're in, in, you're in the hospital and uh, they bill Medicare, they get thirteen. If that COVID-19 patient goes on a ventilator, the hospital gets $39,000 or three times as much. Do you think that would have an impact on who gets on a ventilator? So John uh, reached out to the Senator Jensen to obtain clarification. And the senator told him that it definitely pertained to patients with Medicare coverage, and the two payouts are standard insurance payments for Medicare, which would go to the hospital. Guess what? The senator says some hospitals have a pay-share plan with their doctors. What does that mean? A windfall for the hospital is passed along to the doctors. The senator said, take Medicare, take a Medicare patient who is diagnosed with a simple non-COVID pneumonia 
the hospital will receive a one-time Medicare lump sum payment of 4600 bucks. However, if that Medicare patient is diagnosed with COVID-19 pneumonia, the Medicare coverage is a one-time $13,000 payment. And if the hospital puts the COVID-19 pneumonia patient on a ventilator, the one-time payment is $39,000. And guess what? The senator said it doesn't matter how long these patients stay in the hospital. There is only going to be one lump sum insurance payment. That would be like an incentive plan, right? To use for ventilators. Diagnose as many people as you want with uh, COVID-19. Diagnose as many people as possible who have light symptoms, making them you know, easy to, to get them uh, out of the hospital quickly. Put as many COVID patients as possible on ventilators for as short as time as possible. Remember what Dr. Brick said, Mike. She was advising doctors to diagnose as many patients as possible with COVID-19. So when you see the death rates go up and COVID-19, I mean, anybody has a cough or sneeze, even if they don't have the test, they've been been urged to be diagnosed with COVID-19. So Dr. Scott Jensen, a Minnesota family physician, a Republican state senator, he told the Ingram Angle on Wednesday that the Center for Disease Control and Prevention guidelines for doctors to certify whether a patient has died of coronavirus are ridiculous and are misleading. So they could put coronavirus on anybody. I gave a... a, an example of a, a guy that jumps out of an airplane, forgot his parachute, lands on the ground and dies. But it looks like he had a runny nose and a cold. Here's a Corona-19, COVID-19 death. I mean, is that really ridiculous? So that, that was from this, this couple days ago. And about ventilators, you know, you hear about uh, ventilators causing death. I was talking to a friend of mine about something called Boyle's Law, and that, and I, I guess I, it, I happen, I don't know why the heck I thought of it, but Boyle's Law says something to the effect that the pressure is inversely proportional to the volume. So when, it, when people get pneumonia, their little alveoli fill up with fluid. Right? Then you put them on a high pressure ventilator, the volume in that sack goes down. So maybe it was only 50% filled up and they could get some air in and out. And now it could be less, whatever that formula is. That's why people, I think, are dying on ventilators and not dying when they use these uh, uh, CPAP masks. They seem to be doing better with them. Just a thought, but, you know, like, I try to think about the body as a whole, that we're a system. And I do say, like Dr. Shiva says, that the operating system of our body is the immune system. That's our operating system. Everything else are apps. But everything has, has to work together. It is a system. And we really have to 
get out of this uh, thinking uh, that a pill for every ill and get, get teach our medical students differently, not to think, not to be, not to diagnose one disease so that it can be treated with pharmaceutical A, another disease so it can be treated with pharmaceutical B, and treat our, our young physicians to think of the patient as a whole. And that we are provided with our own pharmacy. Our body can make anything it needs. We just have to give it the right ingredients. I talked to you about testing. I'm not going to go into that again. Okay. Uh, I, I still recommend the book, The Invisible Rainbow, <clears throat> because a lot of things we're seeing, especially with the, the, this, you hear about this cytokine storm. A lot of the same things happened back in the 17 and 1800s with electricity. People were hemorrhaging to death. Okay. And that when you hemorrhage, you, you have a lot of iron in your system. that can't be good. Like it rusts you, right? So I do recommend you read that book and also the why the 5G decrease the amount of oxygen oxygen that can get into your cells. That can't be good when you have pneumonia, right? So number one, we got to reduce our stress as much as possible. Easy to say, but you know, there's lots of programs on YouTube and all meditation programs. There's something that I like. It's called the Schumann frequency, S H U. Uh, S-H-U-A-M-A-N-N, Schumann. It's a frequency of 7.83 hertz. It's the natural frequency of the earth. There's a program that can play that sound for you. Feel up tight, go to YouTube and put in Schumann, S-H-U-M-A-N-N, and let that sound play for a little while. Okay, really important. I mean, we, we, don't, we don't talk enough about reducing our stress and its effect on the immune system. Vitamin C, you know, when when patients are admitted to the hospital with pneumonia, they can get 30 to 100 grams of intravenous vitamin C and they get cured. They did this in China. I'm not doing it here a lot because it's, I guess it's too cheap. So why not take uh, one or 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C every day? And why not take 5,000 units of vitamin D every day, okay, especially those who don't have the ability to get out into the sun. And remember, those of you that can get into the sun, you absorb the most vitamin D when your shadow is shorter than you are, okay? When you have a long shadow, you don't absorb as much vitamin D. Something you won't hear a lot, but I I recommend it routinely, is taking vitamin K2, about 320 milligrams a day when you take the vitamin D3. It's really important because that keeps the, that makes the vitamin D go into your system. It doesn't let that calcium stay outside with, that could cause kidney stones and so forth. And how about zinc? I think zinc is really an important uh, element to be taking during this flu season. About 30 milligrams a day. Okay, that's on the high side. They have lozenges out out now that when you go out into crowds, it might not be a bad idea to suck on a uh, lozenge. They come in three and four milligram doses. Okay. Uh, Spray your eyes, your nose, your mouth, your ears with colloidal silver if you have it. If not, peroxide works pretty good. 
for you, those of you that have a nebulizer, mix colloidal silver with uh, some peroxide, half and half. You can use that in your nebulizer, and or you can put it in a spray bottle and spray it on all the surfaces. It's really, really good, good for that. If you can't get, get the sunlight. And I, you know, I talk about probiotics all the time, and I think, you know, we have trillions. We have more bacteria and viruses in our in our more bacteria cells and virus cells than our own cells in our body. There's something like 68 trillion bacteria and viruses. We have 30 trillion cells, they say. I mean, that's a lot of zeros, ladies and gentlemen. So we got we should keep them uh, healthy in there. Okay, we really should do that by avoiding toxic foods and by taking probiotics. I particularly like a spore probiotic. There are lots of them out there. Microspore is one I like because they modulate the cytokine system. And that's what, that's what kills these people with this, that have this coronavirus, a cytokine storm. Body just starts, starts destroying itself. And research shows that spore biotics increase a lot of good bacteria in your gut. And, and they do this electromagnetically, and that's something. They send out EMF messages to each other. Really unique. So when you take a spore biotic, though, they enhance many of the other beneficial microbes, where if you just took, say, acidophilus, that would just be for acidophilus, and that would be it. And these bacillus spores, if you take a spore biotic, they create 24 different substances that have strong antimicrobial properties. And they don't kill indiscriminately. They support your own body. So as this COVID-19 takes its toll, we have to keep our immune system strong. That is our number one defense. It's been that way since we began time with humans. It protects us against viruses and bacteria. Okay, really important. A lot of work was done with this uh, by Dietrich Klinghart. He's an MD, PhD. Brilliant man. So we want to take spore, spore biotics, or if you can't get them, just take a probiotic. Really important, though, for your gut health. And watch that you don't eat too much sugar. Okay. Uh, Hippocrates said food should be our medicine. And this is no this is truer today than it ever has been. So we gotta make smart lifestyle choices. You know, we don't really think of nutrition in our immune system, but it really is important. Okay, because we're fighting off things all day long. Our body is in a a state of keeping our uh, operating system working. Okay. So limit your exposure to toxins. I was talking to a good friend of mine about you know, something that I heard about all these COVID coronaviruses in northern Italy, northern Spain, 
And you look around, you see there's all airports surrounding these areas. And a lot of these air, airplanes now are using biodiesel fuels, and biodiesel fuels are made from, you know, bio biological products like corn. Uh, this kind of fuel we're even putting in our car, you know, and it's all sprayed with glyphosate, Roundup. God knows how much of this it comes out in the exhaust along with everything else. They're called chemtrails. But it looks like a lot of uh, coronaviruses are around airports. A lot of coronavirus cases, I should say. So we need to keep our immune system functioning really well, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let me just see if anybody has any questions. Uh, caller uh, number 15686, do you have any questions? No, it's not this time. I don't think, Dr. Ron. Everything is going through my mind with these probiotics, so I'm going to look into it. Okay. I'll, uh, uh, I don't have a website, but I will have one. But we'll, we, uh, send me an email to docronradio at gmail.com, docronradio at gmail.com, and I'll, I'll tell you what I, what, what I recommend. Okay. We'll do. Okay. Thank you. Really important. And I think this yeah. is my good friend Howard. Any any questions? Uh, not at this time, Ron. All right, good. And Doctor, let me put anything. No, I'm good. I know you're good. That's why you're on here. All right, Doctor John, don't have a lot to say too, but he listens a lot. I'm not going to go on and on, but I, I think the immune system is where it's got to be. Yeah, everything you need, and but. Don't forget about the fear factor, the panic factor. Okay, it's really important to try and stay as calm as, as you can. Um, you know, and and just just be, just think about what Bill Gates and and the microchip implantation and what all that has to do. Uh, you know, with everything we're talking about. And there's a great graph out. It's called hydroxychloroquine and Azomycin treatments. Now that's the Z-Pack. Z-Pack with the uh, hydroxychloroquine. After five days of combination treatment, and, and this was just reported, just cured everybody. Just cured everybody. And this was reported in the Journal of Antimicrobial Agents, 17th of March. It's so so. You know, again, why is Fauci? Why doesn't he want to want to embrace this? Again, hydroxychloroquine probably only costs five or ten cents a tablet. I'm really getting paranoid about this guy. Uh, all he talks about is vaccines and uh, his ties to uh, the, the World Health Organization, to the CDC, the FDA, the CDC. Remember, their, their mission in life is to sell vaccines. They buy and sell vaccines. They're listed on Dun & Bradstreet, so that's all independent they are. Okay. Just remember that they're listed on Dun and Bradstreet. So um, okay, so that, that's basically what I want to say today. Keep your immune system clean, uh, healthy. Drink your water if you have a, uh, the option to have some uh, ozone water. That's really great. Uh, if you have uh, you have the ability to make uh, some colloidal silver a teaspoon twice a day uh, as a preventative, and you can just take more than that if you think you're getting the flu. Uh, you can inhale it. You can spray it. Uh, those of you that know me know that I golf, and I can I spray it on my golf cart, spray it on my golf uh, 
rips, you know, why not? You know, it, it can't hurt. And uh, if you wear a mask, that's something else. You know, it's been found that silver impregnated masks are antiviral. So if you have a mask, either it's hand, you know, you make it yourself, whatever, and you have the ability to spray colloidal silver on it, go ahead and do it. You'll, you'll, you'll increase the efficiency of your mask. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, so we want to be careful of the vaccine. I'll get into that next, next week because it's really an important topic because this vaccine that they're trying to, to uh, make, uh, it, it, it will change your genes. It's an RNA vaccine. It will definitely change your genes, and uh, it would be a new world out there because if they can do it with that vaccine, God knows what else they can uh, put into you, uh, and especially if they make all these vaccines mandatory. Delivering synthetic genes into your muscles. Well, I mean, is this the new world? Is this something we have to look forward to? And this synthetic gene gets incorporated into your DNA. This will alter the human genetic makeup because it will take up permanent residence in our DNA. And uh, and who knows, you know, is this a genetic roulette? It could be. I think if you have more than two or three working brain cells, you'd be against this. Just think, could vaccines be used as a cover for injections of any and all genes? You know, we have to... Think about it. Use those brain cells. We'll talk about CRISPR. You may have heard about CRISPR. It's a gene editing tool. I I think my son-in-law used that in Spain when he was working with diabetes. CRISPR. We don't want to be spinning the wheel of genetic roulette, ladies and gentlemen. The train has left the station, but it don't have to stop in our bodies. So these new DNA vaccines are really gene therapy. They could re-engineer humans. It is really scary. Please use your brain cells and think about it. And, you know, I'm not saying this is fake, but just think. If you view it from an, an outside angle, could you, this whole fake epidemic, is that a setup? for a vaccine and then for mandatory vaccines so they could alter our genes? I don't know the answer. I'm just saying, think about it. In any case, I think, you know, for now, we should all be thinking about taking a strong stand against mandatory vaccines. I think it's more important than ever till we get a lot, lot more information and see who's, who's controlling everything. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, look, things are not bad. The summer's coming. Uh, sun's going to be out. Uh, that's a natural way of getting rid of the flu anyway, so it's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy that by June everything is going to be good. So we will be fine by then. We'll try and get back to some normality. In the meantime, try and have a good, good week. Uh, watch your stress. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, I'll see you next week at the same time, 4 o'clock on Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, and with a new ending being written as we speak by my good friend Fred that used to play with B.B. King. All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a great week.
ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored with your host, Dr. Ron. We are here each and every week. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. We bring you medical news that you can use. Medical news that's up to date on drug reactions and interpretation of medical articles. We also have some great guests scheduled. So thank you again. Have a great week. Listen to us on Apple, Alexa, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher. Ciao.